Paragimel Mishnechas. Vikuan, and all these 15 ervas that we had mentioned in Parak Aleph Mishnah, the beginning of the Sechta, that we said that they could exempt their Tsaros and Tsaros Tsarosehen from Chalitza and from Yibam. What was the case? For example, Reuven and Shimon, right, are two brothers. And Reuven has two daughters, Rachel and Leah. And Shimon marries Shprinza, and he also marries Rachel, one of Reuven's daughters. And then Reuven kicks the bucket and he dies. His two wives, Shprinza and Rachel, fall before Reuven for Yibam. Now Reuven can't do Yibam on Rachel, Shimon's wife, because that wife of Shimon is also his daughter. It's an erva. So once he can't do Yibam on Shimon's wife, Rachel, which is also his daughter, it's an erva, so he doesn't do yibam on Shprinza as well. That was the concept of Tsaros. No yibam and no chalitza. So now the Mishnah is telling us that in all these scenarios, Shehayu Behen, that there was to the brother that had just died, Kedushin Ogerishim is suffix, that he only married, or it could be he divorced, uh, in this case, Shimon's wife, Rachel, which was Reuven's daughter, right, the erva. He only had married her or divorced her, misafik on doubt. So now, normally, in a regular scenario, when Shimon dies and leaves over Rachel and Shprinza, and Rachel is Reuven's daughter, so both Rachel and Shprinza have no yibam and no chalitza to Reuven. Rachel, because she's an erva, and Shprinza, because she's the tzara of an erva. But in this case, we're not sure whether Shimon married Rachel or not. So therefore, Hari Elu Tsaros Chalzo. Certainly, Reuven's not going to do anything to Rachel, because it's his daughter. But the Tsara, Shprinza, does have to have Chalitza in this scenario, right? Because we're concerned that Shimon is Skarsha, if the Erev, if Rachel got, was, was divorced, or Shimon Loha Yekadushin or maybe that she was never really married. So now, Shprinza is not considered the Tsara of an Erva. Therefore, she has to have a chalitza, right? But below Ms. Yabos, you can't do Yibam on her. Why? Maybe uh, Shimon did marry Rachel, and it was a good marriage. Or maybe when he tried to divorce her, it was never a good divorce. And therefore, Varian Saras Ervan, she really would be the Tsar of an Erva. So you can't do Yibam, but you do have to, we do require a chalitza. Okay? Kate's at Suffolk Kedushin. What's the case of a Suffolk, of a doubt of, of marriage? Zarak Lakidushin, he threw to her, you know, money, or a star document to marry her. Suffolk her of law, Suffolk her of law. So what happened was, is that they're standing in a Rosh Rab in a public domain, and there's exactly eight Amos between the two of them. And then the Ba'arba Amos of Shal Adam, the rule is the four Amos of a person acquires possessions in that area for the person. And this money or the star for the Kedushin falls, meaning the, the money or the, or the star they're using to marry, marry her, it falls, but we don't know whether it's within his four Amos or her four Amos. So now we have a doubt. Was she married or was she not married? Right? Because if the money fell within his four Amos, she never acquired it. If it fell within her four Amos, then she would have acquired it. We don't know. That's a suffix of Kedushin. And he gives the same case for divorce, for divorce. He throws her a get. And you don't know whether it fell within her four Amos or his four Amos. Suffolk of a divorce. Another case of Suffolk of divorce, Suffolk Gerishin. Kasav b'chsav yadov The husband writes a get with his own handwriting. Avalo chasmol but no edim sign it. Or yesh lov edim vein bozman. Or the sofer, the scribe, writes the get, and the Edim sign it, but there's no date on the get. Or Yesh Bozman Vein Bo Ela Echad, or there is a date, but there's only one aid signed on the get.
right? So that's that's invalid. You have to have two edim. So these three cases of gitin are invalid medive sofrim on a rabbinic level. But after the fact, that if they marry one of these gittins, then the, the baby they have from that union is kosher. Okay, fine, that's after the fact. But on a rabbinic level, these uh, gittin are puzzled, they're invalid. So, this is the case of Safagarishin. Since on a Torah level they would be kosher, it makes it invalid on a rabbinic level. They're called Suffolk Garishin. So, in any event, you see over here that there's cases of doubt of whether the person was married, of a Kedushin, doubt whether there was a divorce, to, in this case, Shimon Torachal, which was Ruben's daughter. And therefore, when Shimon kicks the bucket and leaves over Shprinza and Rachel, certainly Ruben doesn't do anything to Rachel because it's his daughter. But the Shprinza, the Tsara, in a normal case, he doesn't do anything at all. But in this case, since it was a Suffolk Kedushin, Suffolk Gerishin, he has to do a Chalitza to Shprinza, but certainly not a Yibam. Okay. Mishnatas. Shlosha Achen, you have three brothers, Ruben, Shimon, and Levi. Misuin Shalosh Nach Yosef are married to three women that are not sisters, just random women. So three brothers married to three random women that are not relatives. Umeisachad Mihen, and one of them dies. Let's say Ruvain dies without any children. So now Shimon comes along and does Maimer to Ruvain's wife with money or with a star, but he didn't do Yibam yet. Vameis, and then Shimon dies without any children. So now his wife and the wife that he was doing Mimer on, which was Reuben's wife, they both fall to Yivam to Levi. So the rule is, in this scenario, Hari Elu Cholzos Velomus Yavmos, Levi does Chalitza and does not do Yibam. Why? Because Mimer, it makes a mitzas Kenyan, a partial acquisition, a partial Kenyan, on a rabbinic level, but not a real Kenyan. So it comes out Venimta Shazigas Balas Hamimer, the Zika, the connection from Reuven's wife that Shimon did Mimer on, is coming from the strength of two brothers. Why? She calls mine because as long as Shimon didn't do Yibam on Reuven's wife that he was going to do Yibam on, he didn't do it there, right? He only did a Mimer, he didn't do Yibam on her. So Adayana Zika, the connection from Reuven is still there. And then when Shimon does a Mimer, he adds now that there's a, 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 a Zika connection from Shimon. So technically, this woman that had the mimer from Shimon is, has a connection from Reuven and from Shimon. Both of them have to do a chalitza, not a yibam. Why? Because it's based on a pasuk shenemar umeis achar mehem, and one of the brothers die. Yivam yavolad, and you do yibam, and we learn out from there she'alad zikas yivam echad. Meaning, if there's a a, a woman that's coming, she zikasul yibam ba mikoch ach echad. Her connection is coming from one brother. One brother dies, and then this woman is, tr- is transferred to the other to the other brothers. Not if this woman has a connection to two brothers. Like in this scenario, she's connected from Reuven because Reuven died, and she's connected from Shimon because Shimon did a mimer, but not a yibam. And in these scenarios, there's no yibam if the woman's coming from a connection of two brothers. Right? There's no yibam. Like we just said, and once she can't do Yibam, meaning Shimon's original wife will not do Yibam either, she'll have to get a Chalitza. I think Mark explains that this is learned out from a Pasuk, it's only really in a Smachta, it's like a support, but on a t- meaning it's just like, it's not a strong Drusha, it's in a Smachta. Meaning, in a Torah, on a Torah level, Mimer is not an acquisition, it's not Kona Yavama. And therefore, we don't see there's a connection coming from two Yavamos, from two Yavamim. Ki em Yavamos, Mishnei Achim. It's just two separate Yavamas, Shimon's wife and Reuben's wife, falling from two separate brothers. 
the Ishto, the wife of Reuven, and the wife of Shimon, they're totally separate. And really, on a, on a, on a Torah level, Levi could leave them to both of them. But once the Chalman made a Gezeira, that there is this Mimer business, you do the Mimer, right? So they also said that once you have a, a, a woman coming from two, has a connection from two different brothers, we don't do Yibam. Less people will say it's two Yivamos coming from one household. Learn more about this in Par- at the end of Parak Dalin. And, and, and we don't do that. So therefore, you do a Chalitza and you don't do a Yibam. Okay, that's the opinion of Tanakamar. Shimon says, Shimon says, do Yibam to whichever one he wants. And the second one, do a Chalitza. Because if Shimon learns differently, he doesn't learn Mimer is, is like a partial Kenyan. He says that no, Mimer, either Mimer is Kona Lagamri all the way, or it's not Kona at all. And that's what the suffix is. It, we don't we don't know. Mimer is a suffix. But you know what the doubt is? Not that Mimer is a partial Kenyan. The doubt of Mimer is, is, is it a total Kenyan or no Kenyan at all? So according to that reasoning, Levi can go ahead and do Yibam to whichever wife he wants. Because if Mimer is Kona, real Kenyan, so you don't no longer have a connection from Reuven. It's just coming from Shimon, no problem. And if Mimer is not an acquisition, so then the woman's only connected to Reuven and not Shimon. So there's no problem of one woman coming from two brothers, right? And then do Chalitza to the second one. Why? If Mimer is not Kona at all, so each one, each woman that's coming, Shimon's wife and Reuben's wife are coming from two separate brothers. He has technically has to do Yibam to both of them. But what? He can't do Yibam to the two of them because maybe Mimer is Kaina. And if Mimer is Kaina, it's prohibited to do Yibam uh, if you have a woman that's coming from connection of two brothers, we don't do a Yibam in that scenario. So therefore the second one, do a Chalitza. But we don't pass him like him, Shimon. That's his opinion. We don't pass him like him. And then the Mishnah cl- cl- closes this, of the of a case of it is an easy one. Shneiach and two brothers, the Sulin Shneiachayos, are married to two sisters. So Reuven and Shimon married to Rachel and Leah. Reuven to Leah, Shimon to Rachel, two brothers, the two sisters. Umeisach and Mehen, and then Reuven dies. Viachakach Meisa Eshto Shel Sheni. So Reuven dies, and then. The wife of the second brother dies, meaning Rachel, Shimon's wife, dies. So who are the survivors? Reuven's wife, Leah, and Shimon. So you think that Shimon should do Yibam on Leah. Says the mission, no. Harizu, this woman Leah, is Asura Allah. You cannot do Yibam to Shimon. Olam is forever. Why? Since there was a moment when she was prohibited to him, she's prohibited to him forever. Meaning at the time that Reuven died and she fell before Yibam, right? She was prohibited to Shimon because Shimon was still married to Rachel. And Shimon can't be married to two sisters. So even though his Shimon's wife Rachel dies a few days later, he no longer could do Yibam to Leah at all because there was a point in time when his wife was alive and he can't be married to two sisters. And with that, we'll hold it over here for Mishnah Tass.